Welcome, for the very last time, to Old Fashioned Finance, the podcast that mixes cocktails and high finance. I'm your host, Caleb Frankert, and I'm joined by my good friend and fellow money muddler, Jason Burnell. Caleb, can a podcast about finance be entertaining? Sometimes. Not all 100 and whatever times. 12? Is that what we did? 112. Okay. Let's mix it up one more, Jason. All right. Let's mix it up. (laughs) How's it going? What just happened? (laughs) We are closing out the tab, folks. Oh. I mean, not yet. Not yet. No. We are closing out the tab, but we're not closing it out just yet. So That's right. That's right. This whole episode. One more use. I mean, useful, (laughs) great episode to tie it all up. Old-fashioned finance. Yeah. It's been, good. it's been a thing. Yeah. yeah. It's been good, mostly. <laughs> yes. It's been mostly fun. Yeah. Yep. That is true. It's been a journey. That is one of the crazy little feedbacks we've gotten, which is like, seems like two guys drinking, wasting time. Yeah. Turns out uh, people will tune in to listen yeah. and now watch yeah. sometimes. I assure you, there is not a lot of time to waste. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the reasons we are closing out the tab. Well, True. True dad. All right. Well, let's get into it. All right. We need a drink. This is old fashioned. We're finance. one minute thirty five so, seconds in, and I am not <laughs> drinking yet. Let's. Go we're on. not one thirty five in. I started uh, early. Okay. So it's okay. Anyway, it's like first time. this is this is old fashioned. <laughs> yeah. Feels like the first time. Ooh. We're drinking old fashions today, but this is a different old fashioned. <laughs> this one, as you can see, our ingredients that are sitting out, if you're watching the <laughs> oh, podcast, is... I, you, like, emptied the bar out. <laughs> uh, this is like a show-off what we've accumulated over the course of 112 episodes. Okay. Which, by the way, I, I gotta say, is about 100 episodes longer than I thought we would get. <laughs> so, and about 100 episodes longer than most people's podcasts. A little bit more than that. Yeah, exactly. Um, I knew when we started this, we had to get past seven, because yes. that's what the average <laughs> made it to. We did that by a lot. <laughs> Woo! So we're drinking a C and B old fashioned today. Okay. What does C and B mean? I don't know. Well, Campari and Benedictine probably could be, but there's other stuff going on in here All that's right. not typical old fashioned. Well, stuff. the C. Oh, I'm trying to figure it out. Anyway, go ahead. There's Contro. That could be the C. Contro. Yeah. Right. Anyway, what I we've mean, got here, Jen Jason, starts with a B. <laughs> there's no whiskey in this drink. <laughs> what? So we've got some whiskey out just in case. As our backup plan. So let's flex a little. The, that's the flex whiskey, yeah. <laughs> this if is what we had laying around our office, <laughs> yeah. which is ridiculous. If you're a way. whiskey person, if you're a bourbon guy and you see, or a bourbon gal, and you see uh, some of the stuff out on the bar, you'd be like, oh man, maybe I should have been listening to these guys I kind of feel on. like we're doing an episode of QB, QVC now. Like, and yours, this can be all yours for eight easy payments of $199. And one very <laughs> difficult payment. That's right. That's right. That's R- what the R- regret R- sets in. <laughs> All right, so what we're drinking today is a C&B Old Fashioned. I found this one on liquor.com. Chicken and bacon. Chicken and bacon. Boy, that would be a good one, wouldn't it? I can see it now. (laughs) Throw some ranch in there. Why not? (laughs) This one consists of one and a half ounces of gin. Yes. Three quarters of an ounce of Campari. Oh, no. (laughs) Three quarters of an ounce of Lilith Blanc. A dry vermouth. But a sweet dry vermouth. Generally speaking, when this is in the drink, we like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can't find Lilith, use some kind of a dry vermouth. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> one quarter ounce of benedictine which has we, become a favorite yes, here definitely like this one quarter ounce of contro mm-hmm. you can't make a good margarita without it mm. i know that's not what we're drinking but. <laughs> and then we use club soda to top so a little bit of club soda in there and we've garnished that with an orange there wasn't twist. much room left <laughs> there wasn't a lot of room this is a boozy one so we're going out with a bang 
Jason, let's try it out. Cheers. Naps on the couch later. <laughs> hmm. Wish they had whiskey in it. Well, <laughs> it's not too late. You know what? Okay, it's, it's kind of fruit punchy, actually. It's good. I actually like it, even with the Campari. And I can taste it. Because mm-hmm. that's what's giving it the color. I mean... Definitely. So I've made an old-fashioned where I put the the cherry in and mm-hmm. shake, mm-hmm. and it kind of turns pink. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of that. That's what's weird about it, because there's just no orange peel in, in here. Yeah. yeah. I can Good. taste the gin. I can taste mm-hmm. the Campari, which sort of reminds me... So it's got a little bit of a Negroni feel, if you yep. like a Negroni. Right. But then there's the sweetness that you get. I think you're getting that from the Lilith. Yeah. Well, uh, the Benedictine. Definitely from the Benedictine, even though there's some like cloviness and spice in there. That's not coming through as much. You get some sweetness from the yeah. Contro, too. Yeah. Well, it was funny, because I feel like the Negroni was when our hate relationship for Campari started turned into a love hate relationship yeah i'm still on the hate hates or the hate side of the relationship but i mean i can tolerate it Mm -hmm. it's good in this well it's like i said before when used properly it can be a nice uh, addition to a drink for sure Hmm. i like it i like that there's a lot of stuff going on i can't say that i would make it at home a lot but uh, you would don't (laughs) i shouldn't say it like you go out and buy all this like you got a lot of money in a drink. Well, you can see here how much Lilith we have left. Very little, yeah. You can't really see here, but there's quite a bit of control. But we left. use control in a lot of stuff. The Benedictine is almost half there, and we've been using that more this year. Sure. So it's good. These are things that will go a long way. This is our first bottle of Campari. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe our last. Yeah. Well, no, I think I'm going to buy a bottle. When I we're know done you, here. Will. Probably, you will. I'll probably buy a bottle of this. I'll buy a bottle of this for at home. Um, gone through a couple bottles of Norlitz that at home. is such gone, a good genetonic. Gone Man. through a couple of those. So. I bought a bottle of Norlitz last summer, and it didn't make it through the weekend. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that was that was a huge mistake." <laughs> I like it better with just club soda and a little bit of lemon juice in it. Yeah, I mean, versus like just a squeeze of lemon. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I mean, tonic water's got a lot of sugar in it, mm-hmm. and Dude. it's got that quinine. The, yeah. The, the bitter bitterness. Anyway, I like it. It's good. I like this drink. It's not. It's not bad. It's. It's good actually. I wouldn't say it's great. I like a regular old fashioned better. Yeah. Miss my whiskey, but we'll probably get. We're gonna have here. some whiskey here in a little bit. <laughs> so Jason, let's go through. Let's go through the past hundred twelve episodes a little Ooh. bit. We're gonna do. This is gonna be a four hour long episode. We're gonna. No, I'm just kidding. Buckle in, folks. <laughs> no, but you you mentioned some surprise feedback. Let's let's maybe start with that. All uh, right. What what if? Okay, we're gonna talk about some things that you should take away from old fashioned finance in mm-hmm. our 112 episodes. Mm-hmm. Let's before we get into that, talk about some of the things that we've taken away from sure. old fashioned finance. So us personally, yeah. Okay. For me, I would say like probably the top thing, which is unrelated to anything we covered podcasting is actually really hard very hard this takes a lot of effort (laughs) and our producer Bo has said many times like you guys make this look pretty easy it's really not that easy he knows because he made podcasting i mean he still does uh but he made it look pretty easy on uh country squire radio Mm -hmm. but also Bo, our producer (laughs) Pottery Mm -hmm. studios right warned us at the beginning right he said it's not easy there's a reason that most people tap out after seven episodes kind of count the cost going in so yeah i have learned that it is a lot harder than it looks or sounds so you think like a weekly podcast i would say i get why that seven episode like drag 
okay would start to happen and it just keeps coming like uh-huh. that kind of cycle about every 10 episodes you're like man we got to keep doing that because well, we have a social contract right so exactly your your very few listeners at the beginning are expecting right. you to be there when right. you say you're going to be there and i think that's also the other part of it is seven episodes you feel like oh we've put a lot of work into this but nobody's listening still <laughs> yeah but like a 65 70 episodes you're still feeling those feelings every so often yeah I would say that's a huge surprise, huge surprise for me. It's like, man, we still got to grind through this thing every single week. Yeah. And, and okay, it's like anything else. There's times where it's going really great. It's just a ton of fun. It's all fun all the time. Yeah. You're really looking forward to it. And then there's times where schedules don't line up and all that kind of stuff. And you got to remember why you're doing it. So when we started this podcast, you know, we, we built this on the notion that some of our best conversations with clients actually came after hours. Yep. You know, the, the clock hit five o'clock. We were done talking about financial planning. We belly up to the bar, maybe pour a drink or go out somewhere and have a drink just to cut loose, right? Right, right. And then people start to open up a little bit more, mm-hmm. start to talk about life and all those other things. Which so, is really where the value of a planner comes in. You know, it's not like as much around what asset class we should be right. exploiting in the market it's i don't know how to do a budget with my wife like yeah holy crap like you don't learn that in like your financial planning training like you just don't right so that's where i mean that's definitely where it came from so i mean i think building the podcast on that premise having a drink with a client or having a drink with a friend mm-hmm. well, many of our clients most of our clients become friends right. I, think. <laughs> I i hope but that's kind of been what, what holds us together. That's why we've done this for 112 episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, We're sitting down and having a drink with a friend or however many are out there. And right. by the way, I got to say, something that's really eye-opening and makes you question things all the time <laughs> is looking at downloads and things like that, which I'm not going to share details on it. But we have, by a lot, had the most downloads this <laughs> month ever. As we are like so, exiting stage right, here yeah. we go. But that's okay. It, it's good. It's actually... We didn't want to end the podcast at a point where we were like, this is just failing. Yeah. We didn't want to fizzle. Yep. Yep. So it's good. It's actually kind of a, I don't know, kind of makes the decision easier. Yeah. It was probably good timing. Could we keep going? Yeah. Are there plenty of topics that we could cover? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it it felt like it was time. But I I have to say that I think that it's been a really cool journey. Mm -hmm. I learned, like you said, uh, podcasting is hard, but it's really, really rewarding as well if you can pull it off and you have regular listeners coming back every week and interacting like we have. So thank you all for your interaction. Right. And it's not all been on social media. A lot of that is in person. I've met people that I met through them listening to the podcast. Right. What's funny about that is I had somebody come up to me and was like, I had no idea who you were until you started doing video on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I've been listening to the podcast yeah. for a long time. Like, oh, who are these guys? Uh, yeah. Maybe we should check them out. And then you see our mugs. It's like, like, oh, no, oh, I'm so sorry. See that guy at Menards three times a week. <laughs> I hate that guy. I hate that guy. <laughs> He's got to yelled at me through the drive-thru. <laughs> yeah. That could be. Yeah. But anyway. Okay. So what other things have you learned? Learned. Gosh, this is such a... While you're thinking about it, I'll say it's sharpened my skills as a financial advisor, too, sure, because sure. we're on record. <laughs> we're recorded. <laughs> like A lot of this stuff, you had to make sure that I better know my facts before I go... Uh, Go and record it and put it out there forever. Yeah, keeping your skills up to stuff. I think that's good. Also, I mean, the communication of the ideas is, I think that's an improvement Mm -hmm. that we've gained in our practice. 
a lot of how we explain complicated things comes through in flowery analogies, all kinds of crazy things, drawing pictures. So I think that that's been a huge one. You know, I, I had one that was just like almost surprised me, which is I want to be a CFP, like mm-hmm. career change. Someone's like, I listened to your podcast and... Oh, this isn't you. I was going to say, because you're already no, one No, no. I'm saying like... <laughs> like I didn't Do you remember ex- taking the test? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So someone approached you and yeah. said, I want to be a CFP. Yeah. Because of the podcast? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean... I- we're sorry. It's gonna, <laughs> look, it's going to suck. We just ruined your life. <laughs> no, I mean, I just didn't expect that. You know, it's something like you learn the influence just from something like this, having some ideas, having a good time mm-hmm. uh, might have on the direction somebody's taking in their life. And it's going to impact their lives, for, you know, hopefully for the rest of their career. I mean, yeah. that, that would be my hope. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. While we're talking about things like that, like reactions from people. I have noticed because our business can be stuffy. Oh, We're gosh, not stuffy. That, I mean, that's look pretty at us. funny that that but that comes up a lot. It does, and it, this I I feel like has made a lot of these topics more approachable. Sure, sitting down, having a drink, mm-hmm. joking around like we do, and hopefully sharing some good information. Also, I think has made for for at least many of the people that I've talked to that listen or watch diligently has made a lot of these things that seem intimidating mm-hmm. and maybe even off putting. Very accessible. Right. So, yeah, they don't even realize they have a need for an advisor until you start talking about, you know, a topic that is pertinent to them Mm -hmm. and realizing that it's more than just numbers and figures and, you know, projections. It's unbelievable how often we dive into, you know, the behaviors and the psychology of folks around their money, their money decisions, their relationships. And again, like, getting over that hurdle of making an appointment, sitting down, having a conversation, having a drink, relaxing with us and talking about the things that are on their minds. I think this has helped with folks, you know, making that realization that, you know what, it is just a conversation. I'm going to sit down and have that conversation. Yeah. And I think kind of piggybacking on what you said, some folks not knowing that they needed an advisor before we, we work in an industry that has perpetuated this myth that it's all about stock picking and all that. Mm -hmm. And we've, we've covered those topics, right? Right. But some of the things that have come up on the show, people go, Hey, you know, and even for, I have to say as an advisor, even people who have been my clients for years go, Hey, I've never thought about that, and I guess it's never come up, but I listened to the podcast, and right. we need to talk about this. Right. You know, so <laughs> bringing up an area that needs to be discussed, bringing up an area where you go, hey, you know what? My financial advisor is not just my investment guy, actually. Right. So I think that's been really helpful, too. It's I, that, I've it's learned that planning a lot. piece. Yeah, that I, planning I piece. could argue that I've maybe learned more doing this than someone who's listened from episode one has learned. <laughs> Entirely. I would I would agree with that. I think that's so. I think that's a good point. But yeah, we really dig, we dig into things that are like okay, we wouldn't otherwise you but, know, dig but into. But like you but, said, even on the behavioral front and things sure. like that, mm-hmm. and just some of the things that we take for granted that we assume people know mm-hmm. or assume is on their radar, and they're like, no, I never knew I needed to worry about that. Actually, right, exactly. And so we a lot of times just think, well, yeah, you need to you need to think about this, right? <laughs> actually, that's a good transition because I think. You know, we talked a bit about some of the things that we learned, some of our takeaways from this experience, and it's been an awesome experience. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit. If you're listening, and maybe this is the first episode, God bless you. <laughs> I'm so uh, sorry. Go back and <laughs> go back and listen. There's plenty of content out there. But yeah, if you were to summarize, hey, listener, 
you need to take this away from old-fashioned finance. We told you what we're taking out of it. What do you think listeners should take out of our 112 episodes and just the whole podcast as, as a, an animal, as a, a thing? <laughs> you know, I think if we summarize it, always having a plan. This does not have to be like sophisticated. In fact, I think that's probably the, the biggest lesson. This is an unsophisticated podcast. We like to have a drink and talk about a topic that is important, mm-hmm. but a plan for your biggest wealth building tool, your income, mm-hmm. being able to weather those emergencies, planning for the, re- the repeated ongoing expenses that happen time and time and time again in a sinking fund. Mm-hmm. It's just so critical. It actually makes me sad to think about the number of people who don't do that and just how chaotic growing up. I mean, money was not like I didn't have a great view Mm -hmm. on it. I mean, that's what got me into this career. Yeah. I didn't understand how money fights and money, money problems could be so destructive, breaking up relationships, families, causing court battles and fights. And, and a lot of it could have been prevented. Right. And having that plan prevents all of it. Yeah. Okay. And I, I think even the idea of planning to have a plan, planning right. to plan. Right. It takes keeping time. It, yeah. Keeping it front of mind, not being afraid to talk about money. You know, sometimes I think you hear, you know, don't talk about money with friends. Don't talk <laughs> about money with family. And sometimes that bleeds over. Oh, I don't want to talk to you know my wife about money because mm-hmm. it just ends up in a fight and things like that. You have to be willing to talk about it. You have to be willing to address these things and you have to plan to have a plan at least. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I think hopefully what you've taken away from this, if you haven't already, is it's time to get our ducks in, in a row, right? right? It's time to get things in order. Uh, make a plan to make a plan. Right. I'm going to put it that way. Yeah, and if you don't know how to start, go back and listen to some episodes, yeah. right? Call us. Yep. Like we... We do this every day. And we'll put our contact information and all that out towards the end yeah, uh, when yeah. we close and out the tab. I, I mean, it's just getting away from money being a battle, Yeah, I think is probably the biggest call to action I can, I can take here. Staying out of debt, limiting your spending, not keeping up with the Joneses. There's no get rich quick mm-hmm. deal out there. Working hard, staying focused on things that are most important. It's just so important. It's so yeah. important. I think one of the other things I would take out of this, uh, if you're listening, it doesn't matter if you're you know, in your 20s and you're just starting out. It doesn't matter if you're approaching retirement or you're in retirement and maybe it's not going so well. If you're wondering, where do I start? The answer is here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when do I start? The answer is now. There's always something you can be doing to improve. So you, know, you mentioned staying out of debt and all that. Well, what if I've already gotten into a bunch of debt? Well, it's time to get control of exactly. it. Exactly. Right? So, I mean, it, and it is. The time is right now. If you wait and you don't have a plan to make a plan, you're going to it's you're gonna wake up and five years are going to be gone and you're going to probably be further in, mm-hmm. right? It's so easy to spend and to pull that credit card out and try, again, trying to keep up with those around you. It's just not worth it. It isn't what will make you happy. That's for dang sure. Yeah. Um, and Speaking of, I, I saw a really funny meme today actually that said <laughs> money won't buy happiness and we know that's true mm-hmm. but it sure does help but money will, <laughs> well, money will buy pizza and that's pretty close <laughs> that sounds about right there was a classic weird al song actually shout out to weird al 
He's still doing his thing. Yeah, for sure. He <laughs> likes money. He said, uh, <laughs> money, money won't buy happiness, but at least I can rent it. <laughs> anyway. That's great. That's great. No, I so, mean, I think we see our best clients have a very well thought through plan. Okay. Well, they do now or they should now. <laughs> <laughs> but even, I mean, we can only go so far. I mean, we definitely have those clients that it's like, man, it stinks. They're stuck in, stuck in a rut, don't necessarily have a purpose like they should. Mm -hmm. But the best ones have, you know what, we're going to do, we're willing to take A and sacrifice B and C. And they know it and they, they accept it. And that might be giving up, you know, 10 vacations a year so I can, I'm going to do one really big one. Things like that. Yeah, I think that's probably the biggest takeaway from all of this. Make a plan, take control of what you, your best uh, wealth building tool, which is your income. And I, I think I'd put it this way. Financial planning is for everyone. Yes. It doesn't matter if you have no money, you have tons of money, somewhere in between like most of us. But I think there is, there's this idea that I'm not ready to talk to a financial advisor yet. I'm not right. ready to yet. I'm not there. <laughs> Just Financial planning is for everyone. So I would leave it at that. We get so frustrated. I mean, I get frustrated because that initial conversation, you know, like just go do it. Like mm -hmm. come in, talk to us, you know, getting started is the hardest it's part. It's hard. It is so, so hard. I'd put it this way. If you're not working with somebody, if you're unsure about some of the things you go back and you listen to 112 episodes of old fashioned finance and you've got questions, you're not sure where to start. Work with a financial advisor. Talk to somebody. If you can't do that without having a drink because that's how we've trained you, <laughs> then ask them to have a drink with you and discuss your and finances. if they say no, find someone else. If they say no, well, they're just not a very cool financial advisor. <laughs> just kidding. They might not be allowed to do that. But uh, That's okay. Yeah, I think that's the big thing. You know, well, I mean, To make well, it a priority and take action for we, crying out loud. We lean into that. I mean, we're I'm a certified financial planner. planner. You're a EA, I mean, an enrolled agent. So like, look for look for advisors that have some kind of credentials mm -hmm. and we, we've talked about this and yeah work with somebody who lines up with your values, values someone you trust someone yep. you can sit down and have a drink with absolutely and get started today we I, think that's put it that way right yeah for sure we kind of got mushy there a little bit yeah we've been doing that lately maybe we're getting nostalgic while we're nostalgic <laughs> this would be a fun time let's pick it up and let's let's go back and talk about some of our favorites and highlights, Jason. Do you have a favorite? A, do you have a favorite drink? I have a confession, actually. You haven't been drinking the drinks. <laughs> I've, uh, been, I've been Jason in the sink right here. <laughs> Jason actually doesn't drink. No. <laughs> What's your confession? I do drink. I do these episodes like I used to take tests in college. Okay, like not studying. Well, uh, that too. not preparing, not preparing, just showing up. No. I've noticed. <laughs> uh, um, I I do the episode. And then you forget about it? And I really do. <laughs> I mean, I bet you I couldn't tell you more than five episodes right now. That's mm. no joke. I was going to say, I would think that you were a big fan of the sinking funds episode. It, it's definitely sinking funds are really important to me. I just think that of anything that someone can take control of mm -hmm. in their financial situation it's this sinking funds yeah yeah like christmas happens on the 25th of december every year 
Okay. Juneteenth is, well, not always on. <laughs> Take it back. <laughs> we just had this conversation earlier. <laughs> that is like a get off my lawn comment. Isn't it really it? is. Yeah. Juneteenth is on the 20th. <laughs> so the Jen Caruso is not one that you'll go back and make again? I don't even remember it. <laughs> I don't. Like, we're looking at the list. I liked 100 year old cigar. Yeah, that was a good one. I do remember that. I do remember the stupid Tootsie Roll one that you made. That was horrible. <laughs> The Monte uh, Carlo was good. Monte Carlo was and good. And that was an episode where we were kind of bashing this, on the whole Monte Carlo. I mean, these are recent ones, though. I mean, I go back to... You the know, left hand was good. Very good. Again, like... Get yourself a bottle of Benedictine, because there's know. some fun stuff you Man, can there's make. some good stuff with that. It's just one of those things that I feel like we've, we have a good crew behind the scenes. We definitely do. Okay, so I'm just, I'm just one little cog in that, and so to not put a ton of thought into it and let the folks that are like to be able to get up here and just riff yeah and know that it's going to be done and it's going to be done and it's going to be done right i mean really like i do it and then we i move on like i know that seems crazy okay well in all fairness i think about this a lot more than you i know you do (laughs) which is part of when we had this conversation about stopping Uh uh-huh i was like tell me on a scale of one to ten how much do you want to stop and i was like seven eight and you were like 10. Okay. Because <laughs> I hate it. And it what no, and it's it it just occupies a space in your in your brain yeah. all the time. For whatever reason, which is unusual for me, I'm kind of a control guy. I haven't done that. Yeah. And so when I do the episode, I have a tendency to just flush it down the toilet and move on. Literally, some of it. Some of it is real bad. So so anyways. Well, if you want to know. I, what's your favorite you, you didn't I mean, ask i, I want to know you didn't i do want to know but I do. if you were to ask what's my favorite drink ladies and gentlemen it's still bourbon knee 100 <laughs> percent. i like a little bit of ice i like i have a requirement that my drinks are cold uh-huh. but man there's a few drinks in there i mean a, just a classic manhattan it just i mean i smile so big every time if it's made decent yeah it doesn't even have to be that great Gosh, they're just so good. Well, uh, Manhattan is my baseline when it comes to a cocktail, by the way. If uh, if you go to a cocktail bar, especially one that does all kinds of, and I'll say air quotes, fancy stuff, here's what I would recommend. Either try, if you like martinis, if you like olives, especially a dirty martini, you can test the bartender with a martini or a Manhattan. If it's no good, just be done. If it's excellent, okay. Dig in. See what else <laughs> they've got for you. You know, hey, You might even ask. Yeah. Be like, okay, I want a a bourbon. I like that. Yeah. What should I drink next? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause then you know you're you're up against something that's gonna be pretty pretty dang cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that the I mean, again, a side effect of this, learning all about this stuff. I mean, I would have never taken the time to learn about bourbon. Yeah, that's been fun. M- meeting the people that we've met, it is outrageous. Mm-hmm. The cross section of Americana. <laughs> We've got some friends for life out of this that we did not know before yeah, we started. Yeah, I mean, people so. that are just great. Mm-hmm. Great folks, um, down to earth. Clients, geez. I mean, you just can't. My favorite drink by far is still is still bourbon. I mean, yeah. it, it just is. Neat. Like the good Lord intended. <laughs> Straight from the barrel if possible. Yeah. <laughs> With and, all the fun floaties in it. But I mean, I'm trying to think of some of the... I really turn to like a Paloma a lot. I, yeah. like, I like tequila a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, for might come to a surprise. My dad's a hundred percent Mexican. <laughs> so it just kind of fits. Yeah. What about episodes? I mean, what's yeah, your, what's your a favorite? A couple of them stick out to me early on. 
I really, really liked the health savings account episode. That We did gin and tonics on that one. Mm-hmm. A There's a lot ago. of cool things you can do with health savings accounts that a lot of people aren't uh, familiar with. Sure. I think about, uh, let's see, the Harvey Wallbanger. Oh, yeah. Not a very good drink. I mean, if you are <laughs> if you don't like whiskey and stuff like that, it's kind of like one of those, if you're trying to not taste the alcohol, go for right, it. Right, right. Um, that's why we bought that big bottle of Galliano that's up right. there. And I you remember can see that. we haven't done it. Any justice. <laughs> But that was a good one on why you don't need an annuity. And I would tell you right now with the market doing what it's doing, there's a lot of people out there selling fear and they're selling annuities. So I thought that was a really good one and a fan favorite by the, you know, judging yeah. by the downloads, at least, sure. at least they were really intrigued by the idea because they listened, mm-hmm. whether they liked it or not, I don't know. <laughs> so that was, that was a big one. I had a lot of fun with the Bitcoin episode way back in the day. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, some of those early episodes maybe were too long winded, spent too much time talking about mm-hmm. the drinks and stuff like that. But I liked the old Manhattan Project episodes too, uh, taking a lot of what sounds like complex ideas and breaking it down, saying it's not rocket science. Right. And great yeah, concept. So, yep. I, but, you know, these last, I some feel of like the, the last, some of the touchy feely <laughs> ones have been really good. Uh, really good. <sighs> I really like the small business small batch because I have to admit that that's something that I'm less focused on. Right. And you are a small business owner with a lot of small business owners as clients. And that's something I've learned a lot from. So small business, small batch is great. And I had to put zero time into thinking about the drink because we yeah. just drink a small, a small batch bourbon. So yeah, there's a lot of fun ones in there. So yeah, um, I mean, I think all of those are, I mean, again, bringing those back. I do like the small business episodes. It focuses on an expertise that I have. I mean, so, and I realize the struggle of owning a small business and how, how critical it is to our economy. And you know, there's like a special place in my heart for those folks that are really, you know, pushing through, employing folks, mm-hmm. caring for them. Man, that is, it's real hard. It's, and it's difficult. I'm, I'm going to be real honest with you. It's, it's, you and I both worked at a bank starting yeah. out. Yep. And I remember working on the, well, you, you were a branch manager too, right? So mm-hmm. being on the retail banking side of things, I can remember there was nothing that I hated more or was more terrified of than a small business owner coming in <laughs> to open accounts. You're like, I don't know anything about this. I don't even want I don't even want to learn about it, right? That was the nightmare for bankers. Yeah, because they knew a lot. And well, even just how to get it open and yeah, how to exactly. do things, how businesses work, work how they yep. paid employees, all that kind of stuff. Yep. Right. And so I this is where I'm gonna here's a plug for Jason. <laughs> A lot of financial advisors shy away from that stuff too. Sure. Yep. And that would be a demographic that's underserved, I think, when it comes to financial planning. Yep. So here you go. Here, <laughs> here's a small business owner who's doing financial planning. I, you know, I think that's that's a, a really good niche there too. And there are so many behavioral things in there. Again, it can be an emotional roller coaster. Mm-hmm. And we've seen small business owners anywhere from, you know, I'm good, everything's going great, to this is really rough and I, I'm done. Like I, I yeah. didn't be done with this. So yeah, I mean, all of those episodes, I remember going through and even just some of the more recent ones where we pounded the table a little bit more. Yeah. You know, they're, they're important to go back and listen to, especially if you, if you're thinking about or run a small business, it's mm-hmm. huge. And we have a lot of respect for you folks. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a huge undertaking. Yeah. Huge. Hey, something else I learned. Mm-hmm. Taxes are real important. <laughs> Taxes are really important. And yes. when we started this whole journey, mm-hmm. I was getting, I was embarking Preparing. on the enrolled mm-hmm. agent journey, got that done, and we've implemented a whole nother process in our business. Taxes affect a lot. 
So that's that's another thing I would recommend. There's there are a lot of people out there flying solo doing taxes on their own. Yep. That's that's a drum that I can beat on a little bit and say, you know what, for what it costs for one of these enrolled agents or CPAs to do your taxes, mm-hmm. first of all, I think they're severely underpaid seeing right. what they do now. <laughs> it's definitely worth it to have an expert in your corner and working in conjunction with a good financial planner is super, super helpful having everybody on the same page. So that would be a big takeaway. Right. Because I got the the label expert, essentially, right? <laughs> and then we had to prepare episodes and prove that we know what we're talking about right. and then execute right. that for our clients. So it's yeah. huge. It's huge. It's massive. Yep. And it, it can have lasting impacts for years and years and years. Yep. Things that you can never recover from. I mean, it's it's pretty... Pretty amazing. Again, that a lot of planners don't necessarily focus on that. It is a very important part of a financial plan moving forward. Again, an, a similar situation where just like small business, a lot of advisors run and hide from these conversations, yeah, exactly. the tax planning conversations. Yeah, so. I have a tendency to pick at the scab. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah. And I mean, I, I kind of like it. I mean, I, I think it's that's where the real value is. And, you know, that's that's what makes this job, this career, this business, so exciting. We get to know people in ways that you know, I don't I don't know any other career that would allow for that, right? Barber, doctor. Yeah, but even then it seems a little super <laughs> psychiatrist, maybe. Right? <laughs> right? You know, it, it you come become a I was gonna say what what is it? Bartender, barber, barber. and what else? There isn't there like three oh, Yeah, whatever. I can't remember what the third anyway, one is. Anyway, we we do the bartender thing. I guess we don't cut anyone's hair. You cut your own hair. I do. Yeah. Well, but look at it. It's pretty easy. I cut the hair. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I, I just think that we've been given this gift. It's a wonderful thing. And, you know, to be able to dig into folks' situations, it's it's super rewarding. I go home at night and I, you know, I reflect on this stuff and it's like, man, where else would I ever get to know about, yeah. you know, you know, someone's grandbaby or you know, health issues or job changes. It's just, the mm-hmm. list just goes on forever. Hopes, forever. dreams, all that good right, stuff. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, it's good. Well, you know what? I think that's a pretty good place to leave off. Mm-hmm. And I'd put it this way. We shared some of our feedback, some of the things that we learned, some of the things that you should take away, some of the things we've taken away. One thing I don't want anybody to take away is that we're unthankful for the help that we've got Yes, throughout this whole process, which we are extremely thankful to our staff here, Jamie Fry, Kristen Stelzer, even Jacob Black, <laughs> <laughs> Evan Willitzer, Jenny Greer, you and me, Nicole, yep. Wagner. I yes. mean, lots of people. We got to think about the folks at Pottery Studios, Bo, huge, the huge. man. I would, I'm would. i just going to say this. If you're thinking about podcasting, look him up. Yes. Uh, listen to his podcast. Go to their website. Check out the podcast that he's been a part of, that he's produced. He does fantastic Fantastic freaking work. And Mike, gosh darn it, Mike, you have edited a lot of garbage and we thank you for making us look halfways decent. So, you know, those that's a, folks, that's a hard task. All oh, by man. I mean, really? Uh, yeah, we pay them. But also, <laughs> thanks anyway. I wouldn't want to podcast with anybody else. Yeah. I mean, we, we said that the other week. It's like, I can't even imagine doing this can you imagine i i want to fly down to houston and meet these guys face to face yeah and shake their hands and say 112 episodes of that nonsense thank you for putting together this product (laughs) that looked and sounded really good right you know i surprised us 
I'm I'm surprised by us. I'm, I think you're surprised by us. Definitely. I'm not saying that I'm surprised by what a good job those guys did and what a good job. But our they staff made did. us look. I shouldn't good. be. But exactly. <laughs> so uh, we've not done this alone. We've had a lot of help, and it's more than we deserve. So, gosh, that sounded like Dave Ramsey. It Thank did. you to Dave Ramsey. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, we have a lot of thanks, a lot to be thankful for. Here's the deal. We're not going anywhere, Jason. You nope. and I are still doing our thing. Every We're going to close out the tab here, but this bar is fully stocked, my friend. <laughs> and uh, if, if it's going to be a like long to, night. <laughs> <laughs> if you would like to pop in and have a drink with us, absolutely. Please do. I think that that would be a lot of fun. I mean, we're financial um, advisors and we help folks every single day. It's what we do. We enjoy it. I mean, send us an email. Reach out. I mean, we would love to have a conversation. There's nothing. If you would like to get a hold of yeah. us, please do. BlueJFG.com is our website. There's a contact us submission form in there. Uh, our office number, should I share yeah, that? Go ahead. 419 785 45 Two five on the old rotary phone. <laughs> on the old rotary phone, <laughs> we'd love to chat with you. Just because the podcast is ending doesn't mean that the drinks and conversation has to stop. We'd love to hear from you still, Jason. I'm gonna do it one do last it. time. Let's do it. Let's close out this tab. You know, I don't even know why I would try to read this because you've been drinking too much. No. <laughs> Thanks for having a, a drink or 112 drinks with us, yeah, folks. Wow. It is time to close out the tab. If you have a question or a topic you want to address on the Old Fashioned Finance <laughs> Podcast, it's not here anymore. So call us and we'll talk about it, right? <laughs> Check out bluejfg.com. Get in contact with us. We'd love to hear from you. Still, share the show with someone you love. Right. There's or who needs stuff. a little money muddling themselves. That's right. This is a resource. It's not going anywhere. We're not taking episodes down or anything like that. Continue to share with your friends. You know, that's how we that's how we make it in this business, that's right? right? That's right. We'd love to help. Absolutely. Thanks again to our staff, Pottery Studios. We have been your hosts, Caleb and Jason. Cheers. Cheers, everybody. Blue Jay Financial Group, LLC. Blue Jay is a registered investment advisor registered with the state of Ohio. Registration does not imply a certain level of skill or training. The presence of this advertisement on this podcast shall not be directly or indirectly interpreted as a solicitation of investment advisory services to persons of another jurisdiction unless otherwise permitted by statute. Follow-up or individualized responses to a consumer in a particular state by Blue Jay and the rendering of personalized investment advice for compensation shall not be made without first complying with jurisdiction requirements or pursuant an applicable state exemption. All verbal and written consent on this presentation is for information purposes only. Opinions expressed herein are solely those of Blue Jay unless other otherwise specifically cited. Material presented is believed to be from reliable sources, and no representations are made by our firm as to other parties' informational accuracy or completeness. All information or ideas provided should be discussed in detail with an advisor, accountant, or legal counsel prior to implementation. Do we have to, like, shoot this? No. (laughs) (laughs) All right, bye now.